Google My Business is really, really important and quite possibly my top tip. And people just don't realize how important Google My Business is. So if you don't have a website yet, that's something that you can be making yourself slowly but surely. And remember that one page is one page finished is better than five half pages. So only work on one page at a time and only release the pages as you've created them. Don't let anybody go to a 404 page or anything because just don't even have the tab there on the top. Right, just have a homepage and start there. But with Google My Business, it comes with a little website-y landing page. So you can use that in the interim. And, um, you know, when people review and you put, um, you can upload sort of mini blogs on there, so updates, I think it's called. And you can do it from your phone. And it's really, really easy. And the more you're playing with Google, the more Google realizes that you're a thing, you're an entity, you're a real person. And then it's totally worthwhile. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you? So I thought today that we'd have a look at starting out in practice. So some little tips and tricks. And while I was sitting down to have a look, I looked back and well, and I looked forward as well and realized that January is almost finished. We've had our first month into 2022. Can you believe it? So... <laughs> If you haven't been listening to them, then over the summer, I've had loads and loads of guests on the show. So please go back and have a little look through. So episode 128 was tips and tricks for getting referrals, which of course, you know, we do love our tips and tricks, don't we? We need to we need to be on top of what's going on around us. We need to be on top of the referral process. We also need to be on top of the entry process you know the starting out in practice because people qualified at the end of last year and then hopefully those that did have all been on a holiday and those that didn't go on holiday um, in the past do you not think that that would have been a really good idea so (laughs) when we finish there is that gap between qualifying getting your um, transcript of training and then being able to practice getting your certificate and being able to practice and it's actually a wonderful time and it's really good if you make use of it as a bit of a holiday but here you are now you're at the start of the year and I'm sure there have been some new year's resolutions around getting started and getting things underway so I've got the graduate mastery program will be starting in February and that is for the new graduate people returning to work people with a small client load who want the clinical support as well as the practice support now I don't say I'm a business mentor I say I'm a practice mentor because there's lots of things in the business world I just don't know so you know and I have to refer you off elsewhere and also I have people in other countries and even in other states which makes things different because things are different in each state so now you'll have a lot of the things from college you've got an intake form like the college intake form so you can remaster that or use the Araya one I like their one as well so you can just you know remaster it those people in my academy and in the graduate mastery program have copies of mine but you can just remaster it if you want to 
But when we're starting out, we do need the basics. Now, in Australia, there's an ABN, so the Australian business number. And wherever you are in the world, you will need some form of government recognition that you're starting a small business. Now, depending where you're starting that small business from, and I think this is probably worldwide, you're going to need some sort of okay from your local authority or council. So they like to check things. They like to check that you've got parking, that um, that you're okay working from your home rather than from perhaps a business premises. Or if you're in a business premises, they it needs to be zoned correctly, things like that. So you will need to check with them about starting up your business in the community as well. Then once we've got our ABN, I mean, ABN is the biggest thing, then what about a business bank account? So there are things like, you know, Mike Motorbike, and um, that's how you look him up on the internet because he can't pronounce his own name, let alone, his last name, let alone anybody else. And he advocates seven bank accounts. Now, that is several bank accounts too far for me um, because in Australia, if you've got a mortgage, then you'll have an offset account. So I'm putting my taxes and things in the offset account. I'm not having random accounts for those. So there are, you know, the Mike Motorbike system is great. Have a look through, buy the book, um, and make sure you're ready to do your accounts. Now, in Australia, we have GST registration. Now, GST is different in New Zealand, um, and so I won't talk about it, and taxes are different around the world, so I won't talk about those. But you do need to understand how you're going to get your money back to the tax man and how you're going to get money back off the tax man, which means filling out tax returns. So how are you going to do that? You know, it might be that you can do it yourself um, online. You've done it before. Or in my case, I have a bookkeeper and an accountant because that is totally a weak spot for me doing accounts. So I just don't even try. I have somebody else to do it for me. And since I've been doing that, a weight has been taken off my shoulders. But where were we? Back to the start. So we've got our um, some form of business registration. And if you want to name your business, then you need to register the business name. So I've got Highgate Proactive Health. And over the years, I've thought this is a totally pointless name. Um, I really didn't need it in the first place, but I still keep re-registering it. So <laughs> think about the name. I mean, I'm Geraldine Headley. People know me as Geraldine, and then they can't find me as Highgate Proactive Health. So you know, the dreams of a long ago. But think about what are you going to name your business because that's what you're registering, you know, your Australian business number under. And then, of course, you might need to register the business name. Now, the business name only works for the country that you're in. So generally, um, you have to register it in each country if you want nobody else to have that name, like, you know, big brands of drink and things like that. They're registered in every country. Now, once you've got your basics done, so you've been to the council, you've been online, you've got your government stuff, you've realised what tax system you are based under or that you're using. You then got the, oh, where am I going to practice? So since everybody's online, I mean, it's pretty cool. So the older individual isn't that fussed with Zoom, I have to say, um, from my own experience. So, But they are great with FaceTime and with WhatsApp because they're doing that with the grandkids. So there are other ways of doing it. And so I offer FaceTime and WhatsApp because both are end-to-end -end encrypted and private. So totally okay. Whereas some of the other, like Messenger and things like that, they're not safe. You can't run a consult on those. So how and where are you going to run that consult? And who are you going to see? It might be that your niche isn't even vaguely in your mind yet. And that's okay. Um, 
one of the great ways to start thinking about your niche or the people you want to see is to think about some of the clients that you had in student clinic. Who was your favorite one? Or if you didn't have a favorite client in student clinic, maybe you've got a favorite auntie or uncle or a favorite neighbor. Okay. And that is how you can start. And then if you think, yeah, that person, I, you know, I'd see them for their whatever's wrong with them. Then you can start basing your ideal client around that person. Because remember, if you, you know, if it was um, a 70, 80 year old neighbor who was disabled in a wheelchair and you found, you asked them if you could put their photo up on your website and got signed agreement, or you found um, photos of people like that and you put them up to say, hey, these are the people I treat, then people recognize themselves in that picture and oh, yeah, I'll book him with her. So we do have to have, so an ideal client helps us to hone our marketing and for people to recognize that you are the person that they want to see, okay? So, you know, we've got our basics down pat, we've got a little bit of the um, legal stuff in there, then we've got our room, you know, are we going to be in a room, are we going to be online? If you're online, you still have to be in a secure location because, you know, confidentiality, you really can't be sitting on a beach, apart from the fact you can't see your screen sitting on the beach because of the reflection, um, it's not private. So, you know, you do need a private space in which to conduct consults, even if it's you're conducting them from your bedroom, you need to shut the door um, and you need to be able to store their notes securely somewhere. Now, there are lots of systems online that you can use, and I will put a couple in the show notes that I know of people, you know, they like, but you have to be able to store the their notes securely. Now, I mean, you could use something simple like G Suite, um, but everything has to be encrypted and you have to double check that whatever system you're using is secure. So it might be that you're putting everything onto a um, standalone hard drive. So the only risk is then the hard drive gets stolen. But with um, physical notes, you have to keep them in a locked filing cabinet in a lockable room. Now, the room's not always locked all the time, but I mean, it's my lounge. I actually have a key to the lounge door, so it works brilliantly. And of course, my filing cabinet has a key. Now, my clients now are all saved to the sky. They're all in the cloud and um, in a, on a secure platform. So that's the same thing. So if you were doing it an external hard drive, you would need to be able to lock up that hard drive when you weren't using it so that the um, confidentiality is maintained. The other thing is when we're thinking about tips and tricks, and I have spoken to a number of um, colleagues, you know, you've been listening probably to all of my podcasts and saying, you know, check out the reps and check out the companies, make sure your association membership is up to date. And insurance, you will need insurance and the associations recommend um, what level of insurance you need. Now, it might be that you also need other insurance. When I had, um, we had an office out in the community for a while there and we had to get plate glass window insurance as well. So it might be that you require some additional insurances and remember that if you're treating people online, then you have to double check that your insurance covers the country that they live in. So a lot of the insurances in this part of the world do not cover North America. So you need to get additional insurance to cover North America if you're seeing people online in North America. Now, what else is there? I mean, there's just a few of the sensible little things getting you started, the practical stuff. Um, the other thing is 
for Australian, no, for every user, everywhere, Google My Business. So Google My Business is really, really important and quite possibly my top tip. And people just don't realize how important Google My Business is. So if you don't have a website yet, that's something that you can be making yourself slowly but surely. And remember that one page is one page finished is better than five half pages. So only work on one page at a time and only release the pages as you've created them. Don't let anybody go to a 404 page or anything because just don't even have the tab there on the top. Right, just have a home page and start there. But with Google My Business, it comes with a little website landing page. So you can use that in the interim. And, um, you know, when people review and you put, um, you can upload sort of mini blogs on there, so updates, I think it's called. And you can do it from your phone. And it's really, really easy. And the more you're playing with Google, the more Google realizes that you're a thing, you're an entity, you're a real person. And then it's totally worthwhile for um, Google to be going, yeah, you know, hey, when somebody types in, they want a naturopath or a nutritionist or whatever it is, I'll pop you at the top of the page. So it's important that we do have these these background things working so and that really doesn't take very long google my business does not take very long you download the app and it's brilliant there are also other places that you can advertise that people don't think about and this is another of my top tips so um, in australia we've got gumtree now i never thought about advertising on gumtree so as soon as you advertise on gumtree go into your phone settings and um, take out that I've got an iPhone and I have a setting that can block unknown callers. So immediately block unknown callers because as soon as you put it up there, you'll start getting spam phone calls. You'll get about half a dozen almost immediately. Um, and then after a few days, you'll probably get a booking. It's really interesting. In New Zealand, I don't think you have Gumtree, but you have something else. There's bound to be something else. You can't put it on Marketplace on Facebook. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we want. We want these other sales pages that allow you to post your small business. Now, then I do bang on about libraries, really worth popping into the local library, having a look around and seeing what you can organize from there. If you have a small local superette or shop, places where you know the owners, it's really worth your know, cafes. It's really worth going in there and seeing if you can um, leave your card on the counter or to do something with them, right? So something that's, you know, something that, you can combine your knowledge. So if you did know the owner of a local superette or something, talking to them about having, you know, putting up recipes with their weekly specials or something. So that there's something that, yes, you have to do a little bit of work for. They get you know, a yay out of, because people go, oh, the recipe for this week's here. And, um, but your name is information's all over it. And it may not, you may not see anything out of that for six months. And then suddenly someone goes, oh, yeah, I've been getting your recipes for six months. And you finally said on the back of one of them about, I don't know, arthritis. And I realized that, you know, it's perfect for me and I was going to come and see you. So these things, these, a lot of these things are slow. It's like Pinterest. Pinterest is slow. So don't expect anything from a post on Pinterest for months months and months because of the weird algorithm and human life is a weird algorithm as well isn't it it will all depend where people drop your card how they hand it over I have people come to me and they say oh blah blah gave me your card and I've got no clue who blah blah is so just making sure that you're out there so once you've got your insurances your association and your legals in place then you can start putting yourself out to the world and while you're 
you know, you are waiting for people to come in, then you're on social media, you're doing all the social media stuff, you're doing your lives, you're doing your reels, you're doing your, you know, IGTV, whatever it is, um, you're connecting with people, you're sharing that connection, all this stuff is tough. And then as you're doing it, then you're slowly building the inside of your business. You're remaking that intake form from your college form. You're remaking your, um, or you're choosing a diet form from one of the companies that you like, you know, the 24-hour diet, sorry, seven-day diet diary and things like that from companies that you like the look of. You can go through everybody's content and choose what you like. So it's important that um, we're able to find all these things and um, and get ourselves up and running and get things started. So I do have the graduate program, graduate mastery program coming out. And of course, there will be the webinar finding your flow out in a couple of weeks. And I really hope that you can join me. So if you go to GeraldineHeadley.com, you'll be able to find the, um, the wait list for the graduate program. And the thing is, we can join a wait list. We don't necessarily have to do it now, do we? it's worthwhile finding out about these things you know coming to the webinar finding your flow getting the coaching resources that I've got there that um, people will get when they come to that webinar and um, and meeting me not just listening to my voice but meeting me because I'd love to meet you so I hope you have an absolutely brilliant rest of day I'm going to leave you to it now and um, I look forward to you know hearing you on the next pot or you hearing me on the next podcast see ya Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.